We're living in the fast lane, right? We're going out to eat. We're hanging out with people. We're constantly on the move. And rarely do we take time to truly go within and to see what is coming up for us to master. That hunger to keep searching for more externally starts to fall away because you start fueling yourself from the inside out. And it's such a beautiful thing. You no longer need something outside of you to fill any void. And by building a connection with yourself, that's when you can go back into the world and have even deeper connections with other people. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls. I just wanted to pop in real quick with a really short message before we dive into the episode today. And I want to let you know that yes, this podcast name has changed and the category has changed as well. However, I want you to know that if you are already subscribed to this, it will not affect your ability to download or receive the episodes that are coming out because you're already subscribed. I also wanted to let you guys in on why I changed it. I just feel like this name represents the podcast more accurately and the people who come to this podcast are going to be able to tell that this is for them based on this change. As always, the content will remain the same, so there's no change there, but I did want to give you guys a heads up that this has changed and no, this is not the Mandela effect. All right, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about how you can go from just barely getting by and surviving during this isolation time to really allowing yourself to thrive. I know exactly what it feels like to feel anxious, to feel depressed, to feel like life has really lost its zest and meaning due to spending a lot of time away from friends, away from family, away from society in general. Because when I first started on my healing journey, it was required of me to step back and to pretty much detach from all my old friendships, from outside influences, so that I could really figure out who I was. But that transition period was extremely difficult. So I know firsthand exactly how that goes. I know how you feel. And today I want to offer you guys some things that have helped me in hopes that it will help you as well. Because this transition can be tough, but it doesn't have to consume your life and you don't have to feel like you're doomed. It's just you don't. So today we're going to get a little bit into that. But before we do, I would like to invite you to my Facebook page and my Instagram stories where you can stay in touch with me if that is something you are interested in. It's Cody Ann Smith on Facebook on my personal profile. And then on Instagram, it's Cody.SovereignSolutions over there. 
Now, the tips that I'm going to give you are not necessarily a step-by-step process, although one of them I do believe has got to happen before the rest of these can take place. So just know that as you're listening to these, you don't have to do them in order, except for this very first thing that I'm going to share with you. And that, that very first thing is to accept where you are. Without acceptance, we stay stuck in resistance to what is. And that only leads to suffering. It leads to pain. It leads to this deep desire of wanting to escape and not really having anywhere to go. And this is where anxiety starts kicking in, right? We start to get a little bit overwhelmed. We get anxious. We don't feel grounded in our bodies and embodied and connected to our core. At the beginning, though, you might feel sadness and you might feel like you lost a part of who you used to be. And I believe that that is a really natural process that we go through because when we leave back our old identities, something that we're so used to doing, rather that's a specific job, rather that's hanging out and doing the same thing after you got off of your job with the same people, rather that's going and doing a meditation with a group of people that you normally would show up and do that with. All of these different things have attached themselves to our identity. And when we have to be forced to not do the things we normally do, it can create some depression. It can create some sadness. And that also has to be accepted. I know for me, when I was called to step up and completely radically change my life, that it felt really depressing kind of because I had to let go of the people that I would see every day. I was a really active type of person. I loved to be out doing stuff. My favorite thing to do was hanging out with my friends and I no longer could do that and still step into the person that I knew I was being called to become. So there was a lot of sadness that came up around that. There were times where I would just want to give up on what it was that I was doing as far as changing my diet, healing my life, changing my mindset, upgrading my entire auric field, and just go back to the old life that I was used to. There was so much of that. And the more that I looked back at every change that I had to make in my life, it went through a similar process. It went through a detaching of who I used to be and what I used to do into a new way of being. And that is what this is about. And it takes acceptance because once we accept where we are, I know for me that it felt like I lifted a ton of bricks off my shoulders. Yes, there was still sadness there. Yes, I still wanted to go out and do these things. But I also knew that this was going to be my new normal and that I could keep fighting it or I could just sink deeply into it and just let the process unfold in the way that it naturally was meant to. And that's what we have to do with this. So accept it, release the resistance and and tension that might be showing up in your body because of this. Because here's the thing, if you've been walking around with a bunch of tension headache, it's probably because you are in resistance to what is. Okay, that's just 
That's just a quick tip from me to you because that's what I have found for me. I used to have constant tension headaches and sometimes I still get them. And then I realized that, oh, I've been tense in my neck or I haven't really completely surrendered. There must be something that I need to accept. So I'm sorry that that was a little bit long winded, but these next tips are not going to be as long, but they are really powerful. So I want you guys to really consider putting these into action. The second thing that I know has helped me when I was transitioning is to make myself a priority. Self-care was like something I didn't even know anything about. Like I thought that by me taking care of myself that I was being selfish and that I was somehow neglecting my family by not always being right there and to give myself some space, give myself a bath to just relax or give myself time to journal or wake up a little extra early just for myself. I didn't know how to do any of that because nobody taught me that. But once I started to make myself a priority where I made sure that my needs were met, then everything started changing in a good way. Everything started becoming easier. Everything started to become more in flow. And I realized that I wasn't nearly as tense as I was before walking around trying to just get myself through the day or to accomplish tasks. I actually felt like I had space where I could be happier, right? It's in those little gaps of space and time where we get the glimpses of clarity and just pure being. And before, I never really gave myself that, like I said. And by taking care of ourselves in that way and by making sure that we eat really good and that we exercise and that we go out in nature in the sun, we don't just sit behind a screen and instead we stop and we make ourselves a priority instead of just like distracting ourselves or trying to fill a void inside, then it becomes so much easier. We go from just getting by getting by to thriving, right? Because living in isolation is tough. It's tough on anybody. But once we can accept that this is where we're at and then we make ourselves a priority, everything else comes so much easier. And there's different ways to make ourselves a priority. I just listed off a few in just a minute ago about, you know, eating things that are healthy for you. When I started eating a different way, I went on a vegan diet from a standard American diet that I lived off of my entire life, which also felt really isolating, right? Because I didn't I, I didn't have any family or friends that ate that way. In fact, I had a friend that was friends with me all the way from like high school into my late 20s tell me that she's tired of hearing about what I'm eating. She's tired of of hearing about my vegan diet because she doesn't agree with it and she doesn't want to hear about it. She straight up told me that. So it felt really isolating because first of all, I wasn't around anybody who ate that way. And I also had to reteach myself how to make meals and how to feed my family and all these different things. So it was a big transition that came with a lot of loneliness and a lot of isolation. And in an essence, this is kind of the same type of thing. 
being in isolation in your house and quarantine is a transition from a way that you used to be into a new way of being. And it's a totally different ballgame and it can be really challenging. So by making yourself a priority in these senses, then you're starting to break these bonds that you've had with yourself in the past so you could step into more of who you really are and then you realize that being at home and being in isolation is doable and that you can actually thrive because this is like a reset button. It's like a reset button for you to be able to look at where you've been and then figure out where you want to go. It's all about perception and that's what I've learned about isolation in general, not just isolation in your house, but isolation in general because it's not different. It's the same. It's just a different manifestation of it. You know, if you really think about it, all of us have felt isolated before in some way. I'm sure at one point in time, you've been in a triangle of friends where two of them enjoyed something and you didn't. You felt like the oddball out. You felt isolated. What did you learn from those moments that you can apply to isolation now? You can journal on that. What did I learn from my experience of feeling isolated back when I blank that I could use now in my life to help me through this time? These are all really practical things that you can do. The next thing that I would highly recommend that I have implemented for myself and it has been a game changer is to have a routine because as a stay-at-home mom, which I am, I've, I've had to master this a little bit because without a routine, things can get really hectic. And when you don't have to go out to go to a job outside of your home, then every day kind of melts in together and it can be really easy to stop doing what you would normally do. For example, the simple things like taking a shower. You know, that one was huge. For me, being a stay-at-home parent for years, and I'm talking almost a decade or more, I knew intuitively how important it was for me to always take a shower, even if I didn't feel like it. I could have sat there and I could have told myself that, well, I'm not going to be going anywhere today anyways, so what's the point? The point is, is that when you do these things for yourself, it kind of goes back to making yourself a priority. But when you do these things for yourself, you feel better in your day. And that helps you to get through the day when you feel better about the day. Plus, if you really think about it, you never know what the day is going to bring. And when you feel prepared because you've already done all the things that you normally would have done, then you feel so much better for unexpected events. So you got to figure out what that routine looks like for you because doing this is extremely important for me. I wake up extra early and if you've been following me for a while, you've probably heard my routine before. So I apologize. But for those of you who are new, this can be helpful. So when I wake up in the morning, before I even get out of bed, I greet the day with gratitude that I have a blank canvas to work with for the entire day. And it also means that I still have a purpose and a gift to share with the world, which it also means the same for you because we're all put here with a purpose. And if you woke up today, then you still have one. But after I do that, I go into my office and I sit and I meditate and I get myself to a place of surrender and inner stillness and calm 
before I even go and take on the day because it's extremely important to be able to know where I'm sitting energetically before I go to co-create with my reality. And so getting still helps with that. So that's what I do. And then I also journal. So I do like a journaling with contemplation and a type of meditation at the same time. So I journal. And then after I'm done with that, I take myself to go do some kind of exercise, rather that's lifting my dumbbell weights, an exercise on YouTube, yoga or something. I get myself moving because I don't want to just go and sit on the couch because at home, it's extremely tempting to just walk out and go sit down and veg out on the couch, right? Eating things I shouldn't be eating, scrolling Facebook. I could do all those things, but I am extra conscious and aware of what I'm doing. So by having this routine, it keeps me on track. And that's why I believe it'll help you too. So after that, I make lunch and then I take care of all of that with the kids and stuff. And then they usually go and they play together while I create some content or meet with people, rather their clients or people that I just want to connect with. And I allow my day to kind of unfold from there. But even in that flow and that unfolding of the day, there's still structures. There's still things that I know I need to accomplish. Things like chores in the house and figuring out what we need to eat for dinner or writing the grocery list or going to the grocery store. So my evenings are a little more flexible because I have such a structured morning where I do the same thing by the same time every single day. And now that I'm thinking about it, I totally realized that I didn't mention that I take a shower, but I do. (laughs) I just want to let you know that I do every single day because like I said, it makes me feel so much more prepared for my day. And I usually do that right before making lunch for me and my kids. So having a routine is absolutely paramount. It's key to feeling like you have meaning and you have purpose and you have that structure to be able to help you throughout your day because let's be honest, we don't really have that boss or somebody to tell us when to get things done. We have to do that for ourselves. And one of the key things here during this process is to remain patient with yourself because this is a huge transition for a lot of you. This is a big one, you know, and I know because it was for me and this was sudden and it was placed on you instead of you willingly saying, I'm going to change my life today and I'm going to stay at home and I'm going to create a new way of doing things. Most of you had this put on you, so it could be a really tough transition. So give yourself some space and be patient with yourself because not every day you're going to feel like you're winning and that's okay. That's okay. You're human and things might not go exactly how you would like them to all the time. Give yourself that space again because I'm telling you, this is a total lifestyle change. And in order to thrive, you have to be able to be gentle with yourself. So it's a great time to really find something that you love Find what you love to do, do some soul searching and figure out who you are. And then along that process, make sure that you're dedicating and being devoted to your mastery because it takes mastery of yourself before you can master your life. And in order for you to feel like you're truly thriving during this time, go within. All the answers are truly in there. As cliche as that sounds, it's true. And most of the time, 
We're living in the fast lane, right? We're going out to eat. We're hanging out with people. We're constantly on the move. And rarely do we take time to truly go within and to see what is coming up for us to master. That hunger to keep searching for more externally starts to fall away because you start fueling yourself from the inside out. And it's such a beautiful thing. You no longer need something outside of you to fill any void. And by building a connection with yourself, that's when you can go back into the world and have even deeper connections with other people. And I know this by experience. I know that my connections back in the day before I really explored my inner world were a lot more superficial than they are today. Today, they're so much more deeper and they have so much more depth and meaning. And that's one of the truest gifts that come from this. So with that being said, the last thing that I know to be true in order to thrive in isolation is to see your life and your current situation as a gift. I know this isn't going to be easy for some, especially if you feel like you've been thrown into this, but everything has a higher purpose. Everything is always working for you. And if you truly believe that, then you can start asking, what is this here to teach me? And then go with it. Because like I said, there's always a deeper meaning behind everything that happens. The divine plan is not orchestrated by the human mind. The divine plan is the divine plan. And it's our personal will that can sometimes get in the middle of that and create chaos and suffering and pain. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have control over how we want to see the the world and how we want to see our situations. We can see it as our biggest downfall or we can see it as our greatest gift. And if you've had enough isolation and you haven't felt like you've connected with people, use this time to connect with those that you love the most that maybe you haven't given much energy and attention to in the past because now's a perfect opportunity to reach out to the people, tell them how much you love them, explore how you can be of service, and then show up for yourself and for other people every single day the way that you want to be remembered because that's what this is all going to come down to. So these are my tips for you on how you can thrive in isolation. I might make a second one to this. I'm not really sure yet, but if you would like a second one to this with some more tips, please let me know and I'll consider making that for you. Other than that, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you on the next one. Hey, did you enjoy this episode? Thank you so much for your gift of presence. And I wanted to invite you to subscribe, to share this podcast, and to leave a review, it only takes a few minutes and it helps so much. By the way, if you're looking for one-on-one help, I also offer one-on-one mentorship programs. Just send me a quick message either on Facebook or email me, cody at codyannsmith.com and inquire about my one-on-one mentorship program. I'm so excited to see the transformation that you are about to undergo.